Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. We are here, episode 22. Here we are once again. Good to be here. I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is the Cornwall Property Podcast. We're here to educate, inform, inspire you guys to get involved in property in and around hopefully Cornwall. Um, so yeah, we know there's a Cornwall property crisis or housing crisis, should I say, and we are here just to try and get you guys to, to help out and help us on our mission to to help solve that issue as best as we possibly can. So today's episode, James, what's it all about? Well, it's your turn as our viewers and listeners to ask us any questions that you've got uh, relating to property or anything in the field. And you can always do this uh, by coming to us on our social media platforms on Facebook. And you can also send us an email, hello at cornwallpropertypodcast.com. And of course, always go onto our website, cornwallpropertypodcast.com. Go onto the front page there, scroll down and you can send us a message. Either way, through all of these channels, uh, we always get your uh, uh, questions and we will do our very best uh, to get through them and always give you a response. Definitely. So without further ado, the questions that we have been asked are... Absolutely. So we've got question one. This is from Fran in St. Column. Really enjoying the content you are both putting out there. So thank you for this. Pleased to hear it, Fran. You refer to leveraging when purchasing properties. I have a buy-to-let which is due to be up for a mortgage renewal in the next couple of months, but I'm not sure what the right amount of leverage is to take. Can you please advise? Good question. Dan? Yeah, yeah very good. And, and great work, Fran. It's, uh, congratulations on having a buy-to-let. And I know a lot of people be, would love to be in your position with that. So, And good that I think timing-wise, it's not a bad time to come up for a, a remortgage as such either. So leverage. Just, just go back to what leverage is. And the answer to your question, annoyingly, is probably it depends. But let's just break this question up. So leverage, what is leverage? Leverage is um, what a term that we kind of refer to as making use of something else to help us get somewhere. So, for example, we're making use of a mortgage in this case. The mortgage is leverage. The mortgage is enabling us to get this property. And by getting this property, it's then hopefully going to be making us some extra cash. So we're trying to leverage the mortgage to make us some more extra, some extra cash. So it's, your question is simply how much extra cash or how much of a mortgage do I want to be going? So it basically refers to the loan to value, Fran. So what we're looking at here is typically for a, a standard buy-to-let purchase, um, you'd be looking at a 75% loan to value. So say your purchase was £100,000, you'd be looking at 75% mortgage, so that you would be given £75,000 of that £100,000. So what you're asking there is, well, if I can pull out more money, so say the value of the property now is £150,000, £200,000, how much should I go and, and take? Should I take 75% or should I take 70, 65? And the answer to your question, Fran, is it depends. It really does depend. Uh, and I hate to say it because that's probably not the answer you want to hear, but it depends on a few things really on, first of all, what do you need? Do you need a, a lumpy bit of cash? What you want to do with that cash? Maybe you want to buy another buy-to-let. Brilliant. Okay. Well, is that extra buy-to-let then going to be making you enough money to, to kind of warrant getting that extra loan because obviously if you borrow more you're going to be paying more on the interest side of things as well mm -hmm. so a lot of it really works out and and another thing that's going to be taken into account here is the lender are going to be doing a lot of stress testing on you fran and, and no doubt james will jump on this a little bit in a, in a little bit more detail in a moment but the lenders are going to be checking that whatever you are looking to to let, borrow you can afford to borrow it for the duration of that mortgage. It might be that they're not prepared to lend to you on a 75% loan to value because the rent that's coming in doesn't really stack up. Might be that they're only prepared to lend you 70%. 
65%. But what you need to work out, Fran, is, well, what's the worst case that you're prepared to accept and you can live with? Because if, as long as you can live and work with that worst case, then maybe you could stretch yourself a little bit further. But you've got to have those end, end goals in sight, I feel. Thoughts on that? Yes, no, absolutely. And uh, as I echo what Dan said, well done for getting your uh, uh, bite to let there, Fran. And it's, yeah, you do get to this sort of fork in the road. It's it's very common that you come to the end of your mortgage uh, term, uh, either on a fixed rate, variable, whatever it might be. But I think the most important thing is to be looking at now, today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what product you would have been on. Let's say worst case, you probably would have been on a, a two-year fixed. Uh, I think I definitely don't think that you're going to be able to secure a better rate today, regardless of the um, in you know the rate the base rate increases over the last uh, uh, three months but I, I do think that you can secure a better rate today for the next five years and there are products out there where you can secure it for 10 years 15 years even there's 30 years but try and secure a rate but definitely secure a rate as we've talked in many many podcasts so definitely refinancing now probably couldn't have come out a better time for you uh, like I say I know we've had a few rate rises but they're, they're not that significant in terms of what you've probably been paying or what you locked it into two to five years ago so definitely um get, get your new product the good news for you is that the rates are good as i've just discussed but also there are many many lenders out there they're all competing everybody wants to lend money because the base rate is good where they're borrowing from the bank of england uh but yeah, because there are so many, you've got a, a whole world of, uh, um, you know, s- selection to choose from there. Dan touched upon, you know, will you go for, uh, you know, 75% loan to value, 80%? Uh, believe it or not, there is even 90% buy to let uh, products coming out there now. Yes, you'll be paying uh, a little bit more on your rates for those, but uh, it really just depend, you know, depends on what your next move is. If you're, you know, not in a position or you can't, you know, be bothered to, to do another property, that's fine. That's okay. Then maybe look at getting a, you know, a bigger uh, uh, kind of uh, loan to value, uh, you know. But maybe, gear it down. Yeah, 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 gear it right the way down to 60 because you can get some amazing, um, uh, you know, rates on 60% loan to value. But now is also probably, you know, a good time to also buy uh, as well because we don't think that the market in Cornwall is going to cool off anytime soon. So although it has gone up, we all know that, we still think it's going to have a little bit more play in it, but you're not going to be losing out any money in a of course, if you are doing buy to let, as we know, the rental demand at the moment massively, massively outweighs the supply. So, yeah, get yourself a nice uh, fixed rate. I'd probably go as high as you can, five, ten years, and uh, yeah, enjoy that rate, and then you know, see if you want to buy another property or not. Definitely, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. But hopefully that helped, Fran. If you have any further questions on the back of that, please do get in touch. Um, but I think the key here, Fran, is you need to get yourself, and, and this is a key member of your power team, is a good mortgage broker here to really help you and hold your hand through this. And again, if you need any help on that, just please get in touch and we can share, obviously, some details on who we can recommend as well. Um, and if any one of you uh, can recommend a, a local bro- mortgage broker as well, we'll be interested to speak with them and maybe get them on to hear their thoughts. But um, as I say, mortgage broker here is going to have a far better scope and sphere of contact for you to to tap into to get you the best rates and the best products absolutely well said so and again and just to reiterate we are not financial advisors so definitely seek advice on that so next question is for i'm gonna throw it at you james which is from dom or dominic sorry dom is from Bude. And his question is, hi, guys, really enjoy listening to the podcast. Thanks, Dom. I am wanting to get into property renovations to help with the Cornwall housing situation, but know nothing about building works itself, such as DIY. Where should I start? Well, that's a good question, Dominic, and pleased to hear that you're enjoying listening to the uh, podcast. And uh, I think that is a very good question because not 
If it, you get lots of people who just like the idea of property investing, renovating and, you know, hopefully making a bit of money. That's kind of what we're all in this for, as well as, you know, helping the Cornwall housing crisis or any other housing crisis in, in, in whatever area. But we don't always know a good starting point. And I think that can be with many things in life that we don't know a lot about something, but maybe that spares us on to learn about it. So it might be, you know, ask yourself the question, you know, what, why is it you don't know much about DIY or anything like that? It might just simply be because you're not very interested in it. And, you know, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you can't be a good uh, property investor because quite often, as Dan talked about earlier, just, you know, with leverage, uh, you can leverage uh, property developments with builders. You can bring a builder in that hopefully you know and trust. Uh, if you don't know them, then maybe you can find them on somewhere like Trustpilot or speak to a friend that's used this particular type of builder before and know that they're quite, you know, trustworthy. Get them in uh, and have a look and see what they think. Um, and what, what what are you buying into? Not just their time, but it's their experience. They know how long this project is going to take. Uh, and that's how they can give you a quote. And you might find that there's, uh, you know, there's some decent money in the deal. Uh, that you're trying to do with that property development but um, I would always advise if you can you know try and have a bit of an interest in uh, the DIY side of things and the building uh, works just because if you are going to do this again and again then having a little bit of knowledge is is quite useful just because you know how to you know work out what quote is reasonable uh, with the works that are involved against a, a quote that isn't reasonable and how do you differentiate between both of those quotes so yeah you don't have to have um you know the the knowledge like i say but there are plenty of amazing videos out there on youtube uh hopefully there might be one or two good podcasts that are to do with property that you can listen to and uh yeah i think it might be a good idea even for us dan to get a builder in one day uh, on the podcast that we can you know ask some questions about you know building and things to look out for uh, you know when getting quotes but in answer to your question if you're really not that interested and you don't want to learn no you don't have to you just simply uh, outsource but just be cautious on who you get in to know that you are getting the best uh, price there really but anything you would add to that Dan? No for sure and I think it generally comes down to preference because some people as you say just aren't bothered aren't really interested they just want to get in get the done, job done and get out but I know for my, myself I like to get involved and I like to, to know the nitty gritty and the spec side of things really so i think the key is just finding someone that you're prepared and you're happy to work with and comfortable to work with and trust and the only way you're going to get that <clears> is from speaking with people who can recommend maybe go check a trade or things like that obviously you generally pay for a higher price but i think this is worth it if absolutely to get you, that, to, you, you get what you pay for hopefully so definitely do your homework because it's going to be um in your, to your benefit in the long run Dominic so hopefully that helps no for sure and just something else that we'll add in there you know I know people that have come in uh, with builders uh, that come in to do a quote let's call it £20,000 for the renovation uh, that they're doing but I know people that have also studied YouTube learn how to do certain things whether that's uh, you know plastering or bricklaying or uh, you know maybe just doing some of the, the labour the, the, the rip out things like that but some all of a sudden you've got a £20,000 refurb that's suddenly now down to £14,000. Why? It's because you've done it yourself and you've managed to save yourself some money. But the bigger game is that, you know, your profit margin at the end of that development uh, or yield uh, is going to be a lot higher. So it does pay its, you know, it, its way if you do some of the work yourself. That's not to say uh, that you've got loads of time on your hand, Dominic, and you this just, it, it yeah. might be way too much, but, you know, weigh that up if you want to increase the margins and you could give, you know, just work hard and, you know, do a couple of weekends and do the rip out everyone can rip out and it's quite good for stress i found out on my own refurbs <laughs> and i'd also say that if you are going to be doing more on this than maybe you were anticipating initially or would like to do then make sure you pay yourself make sure you give yourself some payment for it because obviously if it's going to be your time well surely you'd be paying someone for it maybe you're not going to be paying the prices that you were but i think it's important that you pay yourself for it because a lot of people i know will spend 
days, months, years on refurbs, yeah. but, and they just they just see it as well. I'm just taking it off the the end value. Well, you are of the of the end value of the refurb that is, but at the same time, you need to, you need to reward yourself for it too. Um, so I think it is important to to pay yourself something throughout the duration of that too, if you are going to take a bit more of a, a hands on approach. Yeah, so it's not going to be the high high amount that you were originally going to get if you got a, a trade in to do those things, but the more labor intensive jobs that you could do yourself i think it's important to give yourself something absolutely and I think a big reward from that is that if you're not only from a you know financial side but if you do actually get stuck in and get hands on yourself if you do then do another property you just kind of know that little bit more of what's involved and uh, maybe when you're giving a builder a hard time because they're taking so long to do something you've actually you know you've done that and ripped off uh, you know a thousand square meters of tiles you know exactly what's involved and sometimes it is really difficult to get the tiles off you know but you wouldn't know that unless you were uh, doing the uh, bit of hands on yourself so there's no right or wrong answer but my own recommendation i would say yeah you know try and learn a little bit at least and yeah have a go yourself even if, if it's one day and then you uh, don't do it anymore so go for it definitely brilliant stuff well that is it for today's podcast guys we'll be back next week with another market update with some more properties that are currently in the market that we think could be good opportunities for you but that is it from me thank you very much for your time and if you want to get in touch you can do so by going where, James? You can go to CornwallPropertyPodcast.com, go onto our front page, and there's a little link at the bottom there where you can send a message in, or you can send us an email, hello at CornwallPropertyPodcast.com, and you can also reach us on social media. But as always, big, big thank you for all your comments and questions that come in, because it wouldn't be able to make the uh, podcast possible. So thank you. For sure. Please like, share, subscribe where you possibly can. It is much appreciated. But thank you. And until next time, so bye from me. Bye from me as well. Bye.